Hey fellow brain pickers, how would you like to get featured as a guest on multiple podcast shows like this one and get massive exposure? Getfeatured.media will get you featured on targeted shows. They'll design a custom bio page, pitch you to the hosts, schedule a time, prepare you for the shows and promote you so you get even more brand exposure. Head over to getfeatured.media to get major publicity for your brand. Welcome to the Can I Pick Your Brain podcast, where successful entrepreneurs get their brains picked so you can apply mindset tricks and game-changing tactics that will help you become unstoppable. Now, here's your host, Daniel Geffen. Hi, fellow brain pickers, and welcome to episode 66 of Can I Pick Your Brain? In 2012, four friends met in a cafe to solve a problem. How can you communicate a message without putting your audience to sleep? The answer seemed simple. How about one of those great animated videos? But working with an animation studio could take weeks and cost thousands of dollars. And so our four friends decided right then and there to create a tool that everyone can use when they need their message to make an impact and when they can't afford to be ignored. Powtoon was born. Powtoon allows users to create powerful animated videos within just 20 minutes without spending a dime. Over 37 million Powtoons have been created and shared around the world. In fact, every second of every day, a new Powtoon is created. Clients range from one-man bands to Fortune 500 companies, including Walmart, Target, Apple, Google, and Starbucks, among the other 10 million users they have served. Today, I have the honor of picking the brains behind this hugely successful company. Ilya Spitalnik is a former banker turned serial entrepreneur and is also the author of the book, The Power of Cartoon Marketing. Ilya, welcome to the show and thanks for letting me pick your brain. Amazing to be here, Daniel. I'm very excited. Well, I'm excited to have you. Um, let me ask you this, because before, before we get into, into how our listeners can explode their business using the power of cartoon animations, which is really exciting because I'm, I'm, I'm a big cartoon guy ever since I was a little kid. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about your background? What, what was it like growing up? Okay. Yeah, with pleasure, of course. So I'm actually born in Russia, would you believe it? I was born in Russia, mm-hmm. and at the age of four, we emigrated to Germany. So my formative years were spent in Germany, in Berlin. I grew up there till the age of 12. At the age of 12, my parents, you know, the legend goes, mm-hmm. we went on holiday to England, and my parents forgot to take me back. <laughs> and, <laughs> And in reality, I went to a boarding school in England uh, and I stayed and I fell in love with England and I stayed there um, basically through university and then later on in, my, in the early stages of my career. And, you know, I, I have to say I have a very soft spot for England. I think it's the most amazing place. And now both of us are in Israel. <laughs> right. Right now, the R&D center for Powtoon is in Israel and I spent a lot of time here. Wow, very cool. So, I mean, take us back to that day in the cafe with with your three friends. 
So the story is actually, it works a little bit differently than, than, than the one that you describe. Mm-hmm. But it's not a million miles off. Because the story actually starts a little while before that, okay? Mm-hmm. Because uh, I'll, I'll quickly uh, describe the, the real circumstances of how Powtoon came about. Basically, um, I was um, I was working, looking uh, to create animated videos um, because I figured if there's any way to um, communicate a message, a short, sharp message, which is really all you have time for nowadays, you know, like an elevator pitch type mm-hmm. message, then it needs to be in a format that that will grab attention and that will work. And I, um, I was here in Israel at the time, and I saw many startups struggling with this particular problem. Um, namely, they needed to get their message across. The only way to do that was by, by way of a short animated video clip, and those were incredibly expensive, mm-hmm. okay? So I, and I was, uh, you know, looking at my own, you know, entre- entrepreneurial path, and I was thinking, what could I do? Uh, and every idea that I had, I needed to turn into one of these 90-second clips. Yeah. Problem was, if I were to go to one of the, you know, to the main studios of the day, which was Epiphio Studios, I think they're still very, very strong, if not the market leader. It, the, the price um, was something around $20,000, $25,000. Wow. And that's just not feasible in order to test an idea. Mm-hmm. So I thought to myself, there must be a product out there that does this. I started scouring the web for something, and I just couldn't find anything. And at that point, I said to myself, that's interesting. If I perceive this particular problem, probably a lot of other people do as well. Right. And... And so I, I investigated that. I did did my research into the space, and I found that truly every, a lot of people, especially in the internet marketing space, were crying out for a product of this sort. And uh, you know, I noted it because I didn't have a team at that time. I didn't even have an idea, but I thought, wouldn't it be great if such a product existed? Mm-hmm. And I have this shelf at home. It's called the shelf of somebody will surely create this product soon shelf. No way. Okay? You really have that shelf. And when, yeah, it's, it's an imaginary shelf. <laughs> and, you know, I place all of my great startup ideas on this shelf. Some, <laughs> and when somebody then truly creates that product, I'm the first buyer. I'm always looking out for these products that I've thought up and uh, that somebody else has created. You know, all the kudos to them. I'm so happy for them because I know how difficult it is to actually create a product and then take it to market. Mm -hmm. So not every idea that you think of can be turned into into reality. Not every great idea can even be turned into reality. Not every commercializable idea can be turned into reality. So 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 of all the ideas on that shelf, why pick this one? Why did you think this one would work? So that's not really the way it it works. Uh, In in the process of creating, uh, of, of basically... Um, you know, of my, let's call it entrepreneurial career, I developed a, a methodology. I okay. call the methodology rapid validation. It's, it's, uh, it, it's basically a version or a uh, take on the lean startup methodology, but it's slightly different. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's based on the idea that you 
rapidly validate your assumptions. And in fact, you do not create a product or anything of the sort. Rather, what you do is you, you set up your assumptions and then you create tests for the assumptions. The product becomes the test, or rather the test becomes the product, if that makes any sense. It makes 100% okay? sense. Can you give an example, like, for example, Powtoons? How did you rapidly validate it before you brought it to, to, to market? Certainly, of course. And the way that this was, was done for Powtoon was I, I understood that there was a need in the market. But just because there's a need in the market, that doesn't mean anything. If you have a new product that you want to create, just having a need in the market is just, it's wonderful, but who is to say that you can reach that market, that that market will respond, that you can actually create something that, that uh, you know, the, um, th that you can commercialize, anything that can actually, you know, there are many, many stages in this rapid validation process, mm -hmm. but the very first one is always, is there a market, right? Then straight after that is, can you reach that market? Will that market respond? And is there a viral element potentially mm -hmm. to what you're creating? Okay. okay. Because the ideal scenario is that you can turn your sales force or rather you can turn your client base into your sales force. Okay. That's the ideal scenario that you should be looking for in, you know, the 22nd century. Mm -hmm. And so you went through that, those stages with Powtoons, right? Mm -hmm. so, can right. You, so, 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 so the first step yeah. was, is there a market? Mm -hmm. And the way that I researched that particular element, and that's quite some time before Powtoon was born, that's more like the, the, the stage of, of uh, you know, putting Powtoon on the shelf, and I'll explain to you why I put it on the shelf. Um, it was basically, uh, I needed the product. And I started researching whether others need the product. So where do you go to research if somebody else needs the product? Mm -hmm. Like I said in the beginning, you have to have a market for your product. So you have to have a penetration market. In my case, that penetration market was the internet marketer world. That's the world that I perceived to be crying out for something along these lines. Okay, something that will capture and hold the attention of their audience for for you know even a limited period of time but they need that right and so i went to various forums and and chat groups and so on and so on and i spent days days if not weeks researching um what is needed in that particular space okay right and th so th that was the very very first element of this rapid validation uh process is there a market for it and you know choose your market and then basically investigate whether that whether your assumption that that market really wants it is correct okay so, so let's say you for that process. so you've now you've got the market right you've got people screaming at you saying Ilya, we need this product build it already what's what's the next stage what was the next so stage? then so the next stage always is, so what we validated there is not, we validated two things. We validated that there is a market and that you can reach them. You right. know where they assemble and they actually respond to you, mm -hmm. which, is, which is the most important thing. Right. The, you know, the most important thing is, of course, that the market 
can communicate with you and you can communicate with the market, right? Yeah. Okay. So at that stage, the only question is, you know, can I create something to, to fit that space? But before you can create something to fit that space, you're moving into the world of business now. And in business, unless you have a team that can cover all the angles that you need in order to build a business, mm -hmm. you shouldn't even be starting. Like, for example, uh, okay. it's a very, you know, um, I, I strongly, uh, the, the reason I'm saying the next thing is because I used to be a lone wolf in that okay. sense. I used to work and successfully um, set up various, you know, ventures and businesses, work as a middleman for various things. And that's a, a certain type of business. But it's something that I don't suggest uh, for, for uh, um, you know, it's not scalable. That's the bottom line. Right. It's not a scalable business model. And what you need at the very least is you need to have one great partner. Okay. That's the very, very bottom line that you need. One partner that you can rely on who is like a, a, a – who is the yin to your yang. Right. You, uh, that's – so every person who is, who is a, like a lone wolf, I can't suggest and, and can't, you know, um, stress this strongly enough. You need to find the yin to your yang. Otherwise, it's, it's a really hard slog. It's a how, really hard. How yeah. did you go about finding your partners? Because you, you, so, you, you knew your strengths, that, right? Yes, but in this particular case, uh, you know, like uh, there was a perfect storm of events and I'll, I'll, I'll walk you through it. Mm -hmm. I, my partner in, in this business is, uh, is uh, Daniel Zaturansky. And he is, uh, he is what we call in the business a rainmaker. Okay. <laughs> He's the man who makes things happen. Uh, when let's say I'm the ideas man, he can go out and he can actually he implement and he can yeah. he can uh, you know build the walls to the house. Yes. And I had worked with him previously in the UK. We had we'd worked on on a specific project, and I had just been blown away by this guy. I thought, wow, you know, here's somebody with an incredible work ethic honest guy mm -hmm. you know not afraid of you know whatever it takes if it takes you know carrying bricks all day long <laughs> he'll do it if it takes you know <laughs> knocking on doors he'll do it you know i, I was really impressed by him mm -hmm. and we had stayed in touch and in this particular case me and him we were sitting in a cafe and he says to me you know ellie i'm about to start this new business and this new business is i'm going to start a studio where we create short animated video clips. I have this guy from MTV, you know, one of the, he's one of the top animators for MTV, and he creates all of these cool animations, you know, that uh, the, the logo animations and all of these various things. And, um, and I'm going to be starting this amazing business with him where I do the business side. I'll go out and I'll knock on doors. I'll bring clients in. And then he's going to, you know, create those amazing uh, short clips. And we won't charge 20 grand, but we'll charge eight grand. And it'll be amazing. Okay. Right? And I said to him, stop, stop. 
you know, I said, this is, this is amazing, but it's not scalable. Why don't you? I have this amazing product sitting on, on my, somebody will surely create this product soon shelf. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think that your friend would consider for us to take his, let's call it wisdom, acquired knowledge mm-hmm. and skill, distill it down into a, uh, into a product and make it available for everyone, for the whole world, completely scalable, you know, we'll just, and he said, well, I don't know, sounds great. And that was, you know, these were the birth pangs of Paltoon. Essentially, what this you're is, saying, Ilya, right now is, is really, it's, 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 it's incredible. It's, it's really, really powerful for those listening. What you're describing is, is the transition from being a service-based business to being a, essentially a SaaS product, right? Exactly. Um, and, and like you said, the, the difference is scalability, Right. With, with one company, you can't really sell it, right? Because it relies on the people who are, you know, providing the service. A SaaS company, you'll you could always, right? You'll always be swapping. If As a service company, you'll always be swapping time, time for, for money. Dollar. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's it. And, uh, so let me ask you this, Ilya. I, I, I want to ask you this because I feel like a lot of people listening, they're at the beginning of their journey. Um, and their goal really is, is to try and get to where you are right now. But you started your company with literally zero dollars in funding. You had zero customers. You had no software. And you've built it up to, 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 the, to the company it is today um, with over 37 million of these uh, videos produced. How did you get your first client, your first 10 clients, 20 clients, 30 clients? Okay, so th- that's a... You know, that takes us through the rapid validation procedure a little bit further, okay? Because when Daniel then went and, you know, basically brought in our our third co-founder, Oren Mashkovsky, the mm-hmm. MTV guy, um, that's when we realized that we had the ability to create something, but we didn't have the technical skill to do it Mm -hmm. we had no technical founder on board Mm. do you see what i mean so we needed a piece of the puzzle yeah so a big big piece of the puzzle was actually missing and we didn't like you can always assume it'll be you know if i had the money i'd be able to hire the, the skill that's, you know, that's the, the common wisdom out there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If only I raised a bunch of money, I could go out and hire. But mm. that, that doesn't work. And I mean, of course it works. Don't get me wrong. It works. But it doesn't work in the way that it's supposed to work. Because at the end of the day, when you're starting out on this journey of building a business, you have to understand that you're going to be working together for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. You are committing to each other. You're this is not married. something which is going to take three weeks or three months. This is going to take years. Mm-hmm. You know, Powtoon was founded five years ago. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you that if, you know, through the ups and downs of a journey, of a, of, a, of a startup journey, if you don't have a team that respects each other and that's strong and that, you know, that can rely on each other and where which has this yin-yang type uh, you, you know, of, of um, 
relationship? Um, not only relationship, but also like a complementary skill sets. sets. Yeah. Then, then, then you're gonna ha run into trouble. And if if you're not coming to work and working with people that you really, really love, then you're gonna have a problem. At some stage, you're gonna have a problem. Right. You see what I mean? Yeah. So it's not just about hiring the, the, the skill. And especially you don't know like this, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just raise a bunch of money and then I'll figure it out at some <laughs> stage. That is, you know, that's it. It's just not from from my perspective. It's not good business. Right. In a way, it's a lazy it's a lazy way to do things. Right. Um, it's not a lazy way to do things because you're taking on a tremendous amount of pressure as well when you're when you know when you have reporting and uh, goal hitting requirements. Right. I mean, it's from, a lazy you know, mentality where they don't realize that it's actually going to you know mean more work for them than than less. People think that if I get an investor, it will speed up the process. It will catapult me, and you know, and and most of the times it does the opposite. How did you right. find your your technical uh, piece of the puzzle of technical partner? So, so you see, that's where the rainmaker comes in. You know, that's that's where you that's where Danny comes in. You say to Danny, Danny, Go I need <laughs> you know the most the, the most outrageously fantastic coder who's going to do all this with no <laughs> money, with no you know <laughs> this kind of thing. And basically, that's when the rainmaker got into went right. into action, and he went and he found and we scoured the market for people, and we interviewed, and we, we you know we basically found somebody uh, who really really fit into our. A vision mm -hmm. and into this this feel good kind of uh, environment that we were trying to create right mm. from the start, and that's Sven Hoffman. He became you know another founding partner of the company in a sense. You know what's incredible uh, about this, Ilya, listening to this, and, and and I hope my listeners are getting this as well, is that people could look at a company like Powtoon and think, wow, what a big company, like impressive, like you know it's incredible how lucky they got, but Here's the thing, and, and if, you, if you strip back the layers, what it really comes down to is it comes down to a core. And at the core is these four partners who are all you know, strategically positioned and each one complements each other. So you've got, in your case, you've got the, the visionary, which is yourself, right? You've got the rainmaker. Well it, it, that's correct. Uh, I'll, uh, sorry if I'm interrupting you. No, no, please. But you you hit the nail on the head and that's because i have you know part of this rapid validation methodology has a very very clear structure as to who needs to be in the company okay okay and there need to be four positions need to be filled mm -hmm. that's not to say that these positions need to be filled by four people Correct. but they need to be filled in order for this to have a chance at success mm -hmm. there needs to be the domain expert okay that's if you're creating a health app you need, you need to fun. have somebody from the health industry involved mm -hmm. who knows it inside out. Mm -hmm. He needs to be a really deep domain expert. Okay. Yep. You need to have the marketing guy in uh, the marketing guy involved. And a marketing guy is not just a guy who knows that he can do AdWords or something like that. <laughs> it needs to be somebody who knows his onions. Okay. Yes. In this particular case, <laughs> I, I took on the role of marketing uh, manager. That that was also, you know, kind of my background and this is uh, a certain skill skill set that I possess. 
you need to have the um, technological or the te- technical lead, mm-hmm. who, somebody who can actually turn your uh, ideas into a technical reality. If it's a technical startup, right. uh, if it's you know if it's a building, it has to be a builder, <laughs> right? If you see what I mean. Yeah. And then the fourth position is, of course, you know, just the business side, the operations side that needs to be handled. Like I said, these four positions need to be occupied. One person can occupy two positions, even three positions, but very rarely four positions. If you understand what I mean, that means you can yes. have two people that each share, share you know, the, the, those, uh, right. the technical side and the, the right. other one can do the marketing and the Ilya, business some- side. Let me ask you this, though, because there are people listening to this that will probably have this kind of a question, and, and this is a question that I have as well. What about outsourcing one of those skills? Because you've mentioned you've got to have these four skill sets in order to really rapidly grow a successful company. Could it be that you have yourself and a partner and you're missing, let's say, the technical side, and you, instead of getting a partner and giving away equity in the company, in other words, my question to you really is, why didn't you find a technical guy or a company that you can outsource to, instead of giving away your equity, you could just pay them to build it or to maintain it or whatever it is. And, and the same would apply to marketing. Just hire, most, a lot of companies hire a marketing agency that they pay. Why give away equity at the beginning of the company for a marketer or for a technical guy? This is an excellent question and it's probably at the forefront of everybody's mind uh, in the sense that, yeah, you're absolutely right. Come on, don't tell me that I need to uh, have these people as part of my, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> kind of, let's call it core team. I can outsource elements of it. The problem is that these are so core to the survival of a company, all of these four elements are so core that it's that that you're going to be asking people to go beyond what they would normally do. And the minute that the you know that the um, the money stops, yeah, you you will lose people that you don't have that that are not part of this organization that are not not deeply invested in it. The minute that the, and and you know what the money will stop at some stage or another. Yeah. If, you know, in this, in, in this very tumultuous and very, uh, you know, up and down journey of a startup. Uh, you, so the minute that happens, um, also when people are not really remunerated um, correctly, and I mean by that um, in terms of, uh, the, the psychology of being involved in something, right? If you don't feel like a real owner of something, mm-hmm. you will, uh, depending on how much how much you get paid, of course, yeah, you will just not go beyond the the, the that which is required, right? If you no, see what I mean, I hear that. No, for sure, one hundred percent. And I think also it's if you really believe that you've got a, a company, a, biz, a business that can really scale and you can really make you know, it into a multi-million dollar business, you know, to give away equity at that, that early stage, it's, it's worth it because, oh, you know. You know, the thing is, <laughs> when we started Powtoon, we had no idea at all whether it could do this. And here is, you know, 
basically when Sven joined us, who was, uh, you know, the, the tech guy, mm-hmm. I said to him, Sven, he was reluctant, you know, yeah. he'd been in other startups and he'd seen it all. And he'd seen all of the other 98 fail, if you see what <laughs> I mean. Yes. And, and he said, listen, uh, I, I don't know whether I want to do this. And mm-hmm. we thought he was a really good fit. And I said to him, listen, Powtoon is a six months experiment. If within six months we don't hit these goals in this sense, mm-hmm. if we don't achieve this, then none of us have the time to spend on it. Do, do you see what I'm saying, yeah. Daniel? Yeah, you, you removed, this, you've reduced the risk for him. Yeah, I hear not that. for him, for all of us. I'll explain to you why. Okay. When you're an entrepreneur, you only have one thing, unless you have a ton of money, mm. and that is your time. So if you're spending your time on a project that ain't going nowhere, you are doing the worst thing to yourself, to your career and to your life that you can ever do. Right. That means you better set a plan of action in in place that has a plan B, a plan C and plan D. And it's not, you know, like basically that's what rapid validation is all about. Rapid validation is about setting, you know, setting yourself an assumption. The assumption is we can get X number of users in in this fashion, not by this date, but rather in this fashion, you know, through this type of marketing. Hmm. Yes or no. And that test needs to be validated very, very quickly because you need to move on to the next test right away. And every time that you've finished one of your tests, you go into what I call lockout. Lockout is essentially, unless you've, you've proved that, the, the, that that stage of the company is viable, you know, so are we able to find a team that can execute? Oh, yes, we can. Wonderful. Is that team able to create that product that we had dreamed of? Oh, yes, wonderful. Is that, that product something that the market responds to at the very, very early stage, because you know what? You don't want to be perfecting a product. You mm. want to get it out there, and you want the market to tell you whether it works for them or not. Yes or no. If it's a no, then you better decide on what is going to happen next. You know, what's your next test and what's your... And if at some stage, you know, there's a no and another no and another no then my suggestion is that, you know, shelf the product. Mm-hmm. Shelf the product onto the someone will surely create this product soon shelf <laughs> until either you're able to do that or somebody else is able to do that. My very first startup, mm-hmm. my very first one, was a company called No Boundaries. And No Boundaries was basically what the live person of today is or even better what the intercom of today is. But it was in 2000, it was too early, and I didn't know what I was doing. Hmm. And I, ha- didn't, I, I didn't know rapid validation at that time. And I didn't understand, you know, many of these elements that are so core to building a business. Wow, and yeah. unfortunately, it didn't go anywhere. You know, like, uh, in fact, it nearly took me to bankruptcy. It, wow. it brought me to the brink of bankruptcy because I thought, you know, I, I'd been a very successful, um, you know, I'd been very successful in banking 
and I had put a, 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 a little bit of money, maybe a little bit more than a little bit of money aside. <laughs> and I, I was funding this whole thing by myself. And by the end of that year, of the first No Boundaries year, I was literally going broke. And, uh, you know, if uh, one of uh, the IBM business partners that I was working with at the time hadn't bought me out, bailed me out, call it whatever you want, I'm telling you, I, I don't know if I'd be sitting here today. Wow, and, that's incredible. And, and so I didn't know what I was doing at that time. And um, then so I, uh, we, I, I had to learn it. So this has been really inspiring me that, that, that just just hearing about the the formation of the company. I want to get a little bit more into the actual company itself in terms of what it does. So can you explain a little bit to our listeners for those of them that haven't used Powtoon before? What exactly does it do and how can it help them? Okay. So uh, in order to tell you how it, I'm a marketing guy, okay? And I'm all about what grabs people's attention and what allows you to get your message across in such a powerful way that they take action. Because right. that's really the only thing you're after as a salesperson. And mm -hmm. every single one of us is a salesperson. And especially nowadays, because in face, you know, in a Facebook marketing or whether you're doing Twitter or Instagram, you know, you scroll down the feed and there's so much there. There's so much noise. We're living in a very noisy world. And so it's become even more important and crucial to be able to stand out. I always say that we live in a 90 second attention span world. The thing is that we don't. We don't live in 90-second attention span world. We live in a 40-second attention span world now. <laughs> 90, second, 90 seconds was 2016. We're in 2017. The things that worked last year don't even work this year anymore. <laughs> you know, we're moving so rapidly ahead. And that's exciting and amazing. But what I can tell you for sure is that let's call it long form presentations are problematic. Mm -hmm. You know, basically we're getting to a stage where if you walk into a meeting and, um, and you know, you don't do something that's going to make you stand out very, very quickly. Um, people start browsing, um, you know, uh, Instagram under the table and they, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, they're reading their feeds and they're, they're just not with you. Right. And, uh, and that's, the, that's just the reality of the situation. Mm -hmm. Now, what's fascinating about what we do, I mean, in, in three words, what Powtoon does is we allow anyone to create short animated video clips at this stage. Okay. We allow anyone to create short animated video clips, those awesome clips that you see all over the web, mm -hmm. you know, to explain, hey, you know, this is John. Mm. He likes to drive a car, uh, you know, and you know <laughs> I what love those. Those are very, the, Yeah, you, I love you know those. They're very engaging. About. I really, I, there's something about it. I wanted to ask you actually, Ilya, what is it about cartoons that's so engaging? I mean, why is it that I could literally watch hundreds of these and not really get bored of them? So you know? uh, I'll tell you what, what, what we suspected it was. And you tell me whether, you know, whether, whether you agree with this or whether mm -hmm. you don't agree with <laughs> this. And I'll tell you what we did about it. Okay, so, so my assumption has always been that we've been conditioned to love cartoons because we, as kids, 
You spend your time watching cartoons. And when later on in life, all of a sudden you're confronted with cartoons, you, you transport yourself back in your mind to that time and you absorb the message of that cartoon in a completely different way. So visually, you're seeing something. It, your emotions make you, you know, transport you back to your childhood. And, and you listen to this business or this marketing message. And you absorb it. You know, you, your, your defenses go right down yeah. if you do that. <clears throat> that's why these things are, that's but one Ilya, of the big, morning, big secrets. This morning, I would have agreed with you, right? Yeah. But now I, I, I find myself not agreeing with you for only one reason. And that is that I, I did a little, bit, a little bit of research on your company. And apparently, you, you, did a tri you took a trip. Your company took a trip to, uh, I can't remember where it was. I think it was somewhere in Africa. Tanzania. That's Tanzania. right. So okay. we had now, this assumption. One second, so, so, okay. you, so you went there, and it was a third world country, and these kids have never seen cartoons before. They didn't grow up on cartoons. They didn't, they didn't even know it existed. They had no idea. And you went and you showed them the cartoons. So let, let me give a tiny little bit of background, okay? Yeah. So we had this assumption. This assumption was that, uh, that basically people are in love with cartoons because they're conditioned to be so, right? Right. And the thing is that... Um, so how are we going to rapidly validate this assumption? <laughs> what tests do we have to put into place mm -hmm. in order to validate that this is correct or incorrect? And so we thought to ourselves, the only way to do this is by finding people who've never seen a cartoon before right. and seeing how they respond to it, right? That, that's, that, that, that's a fair assumption, right? Yeah. Now you see how, how tests are created in PowerTune. <laughs> how rapid validation really works. We said, you know, that's what's going to happen. You know, this is the assumption we're making. So now let's create a test to see whether this is true. Now the problem is where do you find people these days who haven't grown up on Mickey Mouse and, <laughs> uh, you know, and all of the cartoons that we know and love. Yeah. So we scoured the, the, the planet and we found tribes as as far afield as in Panama, there's the Kuna, the Kuna people mm. uh, who basically live a very uh, um, a, a technologically uh, cut off life. There were the, uh, the Inuit people of Greenland, you know, the Eskimos in Greenland that we could mm. go and visit. There was the Dukkha in Mongolia. These are oh. the people, you know, that you might have seen that tribe with, uh, where they have like um, reindeer, you know, in the sand, uh, you know, a Mongolian tribe. Mm -hmm. and, and we found this tribe in Tanzania called the Hadzabe. The Hadzabe are people who literally live without any technology with they even their housing is is barely housing they live in caves hmm. and they just live off the land entirely off the land they certainly have never seen a computer never oh seen a goodness. cartoon nothing wow. and so we went to visit this amazing tribe and uh, and you know the rest is history as they say I mean, we arrived we showed them <laughs> cartoon and they just 
you know, they were laughing and, and, <laughs> and enjoying it. And they were making their own cartoons and powtoons. And, and it was, wow. it was incredible. It was really incredible. So I think there's something you're quite right. I, I don't agree with this assumption either. This assumption seems to have proven false mm -hmm. that it's not about conditioning, I think but there's, there's something, something deeper. Right, it's something innate. It's something that's just, just there that that somehow our the deepest part of us just seems to connect. And I think really what it comes down to, and maybe you could tell me if I'm wrong here, Ilya. I think it's just the power of story. Story is so powerful, and I think cartoons. The reason why they just manage to do it so well is because, for some reason, I guess a cartoon can depict a story in a very very short period of time and i'll i'll tell right? you what i think about that I, I i think i'm not sure that i agree that it has to do with time and right, okay. i'm not entirely sure whether it has to do with story because sto story is of course story is incredibly powerful and it is the way that you know that that history is transmitted mm -hmm. and the way that we basically learn in the best possible way. But I think the cartoon element comes in at, 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 a, at a higher level of abstraction, as, at, a, at, a, at a different level of consciousness. I'll, I'll give you an example, okay? Um, if you, it, it has to do with abstraction. It has to do with the idea of um, I What's understand next? what this is without you being specific. What I mean by that is if I showed you a, uh, an image of a yellow Ferrari, okay? Mm -hmm. A yellow Ferrari or a yellow Lamborghini, right? You'd be like, oh, wow, I like that car. That's a beautiful car. But mm -hmm. I've seen one in black that's much cooler. <laughs> Just recently, I've seen that amazing one. You know, they even have them in suede. I've seen. Mm. Okay, so so there is a conversation going on in your head. If I were to show you a cartoon sports car, you would understand that I'm speaking about a much greater concept. This is not a Ferrari. This is not a Lamborghini. This is just a concept, mm -hmm. and that imagery is just conceptual. It's at a higher level of abstraction. Mm for lack of a better You're saying the power of imagination goes beyond story. It, oh, it goes with story. With story, but, the but thing it's, is that, it's deeper. That we get distracted. We get distracted by, if, if I show you um, a, uh, a person um, with uh, blonde hair, uh, you might prefer a person with brunette hair, if you, you understand what I mean. Yeah. And uh, uh, whereas if I show you a cartoon character, you see a cartoon character. You understand what you so know. It's about. Yeah. It's not about the hair color. It's mm. about the cartoon character. It's about the person, <laughs> so to speak. Very interesting. Um, yeah. so, <laughs> so that's that's my new assumption. Let's put it that way. So for those for, about, the, for those yeah. listening that w they want to try out Powtoon, right? They want to they want to tap into this power of creating a cartoon. How simple really is it? Because I know from experience, you know, people have said, oh, you've got to try out this new tool. It's so easy to use. You can do it in, you know, 10 minutes or 20 minutes or 60 seconds. And then you get on there and then you try to do, put it together and it's like, ah, I'm not technical. I don't know how to do this. Like, it doesn't really come out looking good. It looks crap. And that's why you pay for what you get and I should just hire someone to do it. So can you talk us through how easy really is it for somebody listening to actually do this? 
So everything that you've said represents exactly the challenge that we face. The challenge that we face is that somebody will come to our website and say, oh my gosh, I saw this amazing cartoon, mm-hmm. I saw this amazing cartoon, and I want to make one just like that. And now my challenge is I need to take you from somebody who doesn't know anything, you know, not about the tool and not about the, let's call it video creation process. Yeah. I need to take you from that point zero to a point where you walk out with something that you go, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just made that, okay? Yeah. So we, that, that is the main challenge of any SaaS company, right? That is to reduce the learning curve to such a degree that you are enjoying it. And by the way, something fascinating uh, happened to me the other day. And that is, I was in user testing. I was out in the field. And I uh, showed somebody, you know, Powtoon. And then I just said, please do a stream of consciousness. Like, walk me through what you're perceiving as you're making this Powtoon. And, uh, you know, she went through and she, she said the, one, the good things and she criticized things. You should do this and you should do that and so on. And at the end, I asked her, tell me, did you have fun doing this? Mm-hmm. And she went, yeah, I had amazing fun. And then I said to her, tell me, when was the last time you used like a product or a tool where you say you, you, you had fun? Okay, so this is not like this, the, this pseudo or, or uh, a potential fun that we're talking about. If you are creating a Powtoon, you will have fun. And, and you'll have fun because you are actually, uh, firstly, you're learning a new skill and you're learning a very, very powerful new skill because... If you, a part of that skill is that you have to express yourself in the shortest, clearest possible way that you can about that specific subject. Because you only have a few seconds to get your point across, okay? Mm -hmm. So now coming back to how to do this. We have, like, faced with this specific problem, we've been through many, many iterations of how Powtoon works. And now we have something that we call the fork. So basically, you arrive, and I give you three options on how you're going to create your Powtoon. You can either use something that we call the storyboard, where Mm -hmm. you click on uh, individual scenes, and we have already pre-populated them. You just have to say, I need an intro here, I need a problem slide here, I need a, uh, you know, a solution slide here, here I'm going to show you the benefits, and now I'm going to have the call to action, and boom, wow. it's ready made for you. So basically a draft can be ready in, you know, in a few minutes, literally. In a few minutes you'll have something, and it's made by designers, and all you have to do in the next stage is change the text, and move things around or change the characters to whatever you want them to be. So mm. there is a very, very simple way to do that. Yeah? The other way is, of course, we have popular templates. We have templates for you know, many, many situations that we can think of, that we've thought of, or that are relevant to our client base. Like, for example, meeting recaps, or like, for example, if you're rolling out a new software in your company, we have a template that already made for you where, hey, guys, um, we have a new software rolling out. It does this and this and this. You'll find it here and here and here. And all of that as a video, if you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. 
and 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 through through the process like for example for hiring situations or for a uh, report uh, marketing research report any other kind of research so we've created a bunch of templates for you that you can draw upon in order to to get the the message out and then you just click a button in the end called export and you're done it basically exports either to youtube or to Powtoon or anywhere else that you need it. You what, know, what, so. are, what has been some of the, the most successful videos that your clients have made and what made them successful? Would you believe it? <laughs> some of them are lyrics videos. No. We, have lyrics, we have lyrics videos for with, you know, 7, 8, 11, 20 million views. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our users create, you know, crazy content oh like that. God. And, um, <laughs> you know, a, a lot of training videos get, get uh, tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of views. Hmm. Uh, wow. Opinion pieces. Have you found a we, sweet spot in terms of, like, length of time? Because you mentioned before that, oh, obviously, time. Absolutely. Is a... I mean, basically, the 92 seconds is the cutoff point. 92 seconds. Make, 92 seconds is, is, is a long video. You do not go beyond that. You know, that's interesting the shorter, that the, the two the better seconds, that's very precise. You know, it's not 90, it's 92. You know? <laughs> <laughs> We've done our research. You know, we I have millions tell. to go on. So we can, we, we can see viewing figures. We, we, we see all of these elements. You know? So we can tell you that 92 seconds really works. Anything below that works, works also in, 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 at times better. But if you go beyond 92 seconds, you're basically losing attention. We live in a 90-second really? attention span world. Is there a uh, minimum time amount yeah. as well? Is there like a minimum that has to be like 8 seconds or 10 seconds or anything well, like that? You know, there's stages in uh, onboarding somebody onto your idea, okay? Mm -hmm. So you've got seven seconds to grab someone's attention. Okay. That, that's the initial, the first seven seconds. If, if you need more in order to, make, to prove to me that you're speaking to me, I'm already gone, okay? So you've got seven seconds, and then the next cutoff point is somewhere around 18 seconds, where, you know, you better explain to me by that time <laughs> that what you'll be telling me is relevant. Right. Yeah. Not, not just that you're speaking to me, but that, that it's relevant. Mm -hmm. So you've got me at like somewhere, you know, let's say 19, 18 seconds, something like that. Mm -hmm. And then, then you've bought maybe another 30 seconds. Mm. Okay. Besides so the I time, will, you know, what would be like the other main, the most crucial factors, uh, when creating the video besides for time um okay so so you might not expect that but choose an awesome background track because Music, right. you know what it's about visuals working with your with the sound and your emotions and have a if you're going to use a voiceover invest the 60 bucks in a you know in a, in, in a proper voiceover you know, uh, rather than having something that's, uh, you, you can create something at home that you can sell at $2,000, $3,000. And your investment, if, you, if the only investment that you're going to make is in a voiceover, it's going to be between $60 and $150. Get it done professionally. And then you've got a product worth two, $3,000. That's incredible. Everything so you else is, 
Yeah. You've basically, have you got clients that use your service and then sell it on to somebody else for a couple of thousand oh, bucks? Of course. Holy of cow. Course that's, we do. We, we, there's, a, there's an entire cottage industry around Powtoon where people are creating Powtoons for others. And, and, and what's interesting is, don't people realize that Powtoon is around? So why would they pay two, three thousand dollars when they could just do it themselves? They don't pay two. They, they don't sell them for two, three thousand dollars. They sell, sell them between six and eight hundred dollars, which is still okay. okay good. But still, like that's wow. That's incredible. So for those people listening, not only is this a, a potential tool to use to grow your business, but this might actually be a business. I mean, there's people listening to this. That oh, are my thinking, gosh. Mm. It's definitely, you know? I mean, I, I can tell you success stories of people who literally, you know, one of our biggest success stories in this particular field is a guy by the name of Kjeld. He was one of our first Powtoon users, mm-hmm. and he, um, he did a resume using Powtoon, and he sent it off, you know. Uh, and he was hired, and then he realized, wait, hold on one second. This resume was so successful, and it took me only minutes to make. Maybe I should try and see whether I can sell this service. And so he went out, and he started, he, rather than taking the job, he started looking for others to, that he could sell you know, short animated clips to. And, you know, lo and behold, the guy built a very, very successful business that, uh, you know, that is, that is making in the tens of thousands now, I think. A month? Yeah. That's incredible. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I mean, I just got a $200 uh, video done f- um, for my company, Get Featured, and I'm, st- I'm literally sitting here thinking... Did they use Powtoon? I wonder Look, if they... <laughs> the, the beauty of Powtoon in this particular case is that when you're using outsourcing to do this, you mm-hmm. have no ability to edit. Yes. Right? Even, oh, even, you know even if you have to change... That's a uh, really good a, point, Ilya, because I could tell you this. We originally owned the domain name getfeatured.media, and that's when we did the video. And then a few weeks later, literally just a few weeks later, we managed to buy the domain getfeatured.com, and I'm like, oh crap! And now they want to charge me fifty bucks just, just to, change to change that word. The word it's fifty bucks just to change dot media to dot com. Are you crazy? That's what the right. Hell? That's right. Now the, that that's the beauty of Powtoon in that respect is that if you create something with Powtoon, you just collaborate it, and basically from that moment onwards, you can change anything, and infinitely. The, you can when it comes to price testing. You can have nineteen ninety nine, twenty nine ninety nine, thirty nine ninety nine. You know, mm, have you fun, just do whatever it. you want to do, because wow. uh, 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 that is actually a very powerful element uh, of of using Powtoon, even in an outsourcing environment. Wow, no, that's really amazing. I mean, this has been, Ilya, this has been incredibly, incredibly inspirational um, and practical. And I, I'm actually going to, you know, when I finish this interview, I'm probably going to go and, and play around with it. It sounds like a lot of fun. And uh, I think it's something that I'm, I'm also, I want to use it on a regular basis. I mean, do you have people using it, like not just one time, like as, a, as an information, like a product, but can people use it like on a YouTube channel or like to engage their audience on a regular basis? Do you have people doing that? Yeah, of course, of course. And in mm-hmm. fact, that's the really powerful way to use it. I mean, look, the, the, the reality is that in business, 
um, and especially in, a, in an environment where mi millennials um, operate, mm -hmm. you need to find ways of capturing attention and grabbing it, keeping it, and keeping it refreshed. People don't like to read stuff. They love to watch videos. A lot of companies, and this is not the one-time use model at all, a lot of companies are using these. When I say we have the Fortune 500 companies as our clients, it's because they use this not for external marketing. Yeah. They use this for internal communications. Mm, like blogging as well. Oh, you're talking about internal no, communication? No, not at all. Within, I'm talking within... about internal communications. You know, hey, there's a fun day out. You know, uh, huh. get ready. These are the rules. When a human resources department onboards somebody new, hey, guys, you should know these rules about this, that, and the other oh, that's thing. That's so interesting. You see? That's, that's, so that's cool. really... And, and that is, it's just transforming the corporate environment. Wow. I don't know so, if you've ever been on, on, a, on a flight where they show you an animation of how to yes, buck yes. your belt and so on. Everybody watches it and they watch it a million times even. And yes. every time it's still cute. It's cute. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right. So, so that's kind of uh, going in that direction. So for my listeners who want to get started with Powtoon, what do they have to do? They, go, they just go to Powtoon.com? Yeah. Go to powtoon.com mm -hmm. uh, and start. Just click start. It's for free. If you want to upgrade, you know, you, Daniel will give you a, a special code that you can give to your, uh, oh, to, to okay. your listeners and they'll get like a ridiculous offer, you know, like oh. a ridiculously amazing offer. But before we do that, l let me just say one more thing about yes, please do. this is about storytelling, okay? Powtoon is just a tool that allows you to turn a story into a visual, you know, in, into a visual story. So don't forget that you need to write a script, okay? It's all about creating something short, sharp, that gets everything across that you need to get across in less than 200 words. Mm -hmm. Because 200, 220 words, I think, 230 is 90 seconds of text, okay? Mm. So you want to stay below that. You want to stay below 230 words. You want to write something that is punchy. You want to, you know, it, it's really simple. You basically have to say, hey, you, I'm talking to you, <laughs> you know, to your target market, okay? I'm giving you like a mini, mini course in writing a, a script very mm -hmm. quickly. You say, hey, you, I'm talking to you, target market, okay? And then you say, isn't it annoying when you have this and that problem, target market, target problem, right? Mm -hmm. And then you say, you say, well, did you know that there's actually a solution because that's what our product does, <laughs> beautiful. And then you say, this is the benefits that you'll have from our product. Please now go and call to action, whatever it takes. So in the last, uh, what is it, 20 seconds that I was speaking, I gave you the, the, the blueprint for a very, very punchy script. Just make sure to put a little bit of humor into it. And you know what? Then you can make it work. Very cool. Ilya, that's amazing. Uh, what, what, so hold on, Daniel, before you go, one more mini tip, okay? Yep. And that is if you want a good quality voiceover, take your iPhone or take your phone, take your put your um, put a a blanket over your head, right, to stop the reverb, and then record yourself reading your script. And remember, it can't be longer than 90 seconds. That gives you, like, that's a shortcut and like a hack way 
of getting pretty decent microphone quality without a higher end microphone. That's such a cool tip. Put a put a blanket over your head and and record it under the blanket. Cool. Yes. Very very that's, cool. That's, so what what's the promotion that they're getting? So if they go to my to my website and they click on the link that's going to be in the show notes, yeah. what's the promotion that they're um, going to get? It'll be basically we have a very expensive a very expensive, you know, like a business uh, a business um, package. Uh, package, right? And that contains everything in the universe. You can make as many Powtoons as you want. You can use all the styles, of course, mm -hmm. you, the water markets, and that's $700. And what we'll do is we'll make sure that for your listeners, $700 a year, for your listeners, it'll be like $230 or something like that. Like a really, really huge discount. Wow, that's huge. That's like more than 50%. <clears throat> yeah. It's incredible. Thank you so much. Yeah, I really appreciate that. So for those of you listening that you, you want to take advantage of that crazy promotion, um, go to danielgeffen.com uh, forward slash 66. That's danielgeffen.com forward slash 66. And there'll be a link in the show notes where you can uh, grab that promotion. Ilya, this has been absolutely incredible. It's been, it, it, I, I've taken so much from this conversation with you. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I was going to originally talk to you about video, but the, the first half of this conversation was all about uh, incredible tactics and formation, how to build a company. And I think uh, I, I took a lot out of it. I hope my listeners have too. Um, also, what's the best way for my listeners to get in touch with you? The best way to get in touch with me is uh, just send me an email. I love hearing from Powtoon users or from aspiring entrepreneurs or people that I can help. I love, I love people who are trying to make something out of their lives. And that's, you know, that's the, the quintessential uh, idea behind being an entrepreneur. And so I love entrepreneurs. <laughs> so okay, just incredible. get in touch with me via my email, ilya at powtoon.com. Uh, Ilya at paptoon.com. I'll make sure to put that in the show notes as well if you guys want to just uh, um, take the uh, take that link and uh, copy it into your emails and send Ilya an email. Um, also, if you want to pick Ilya's brains yourselves as well, you can join my Facebook group where Ilya will be, if, he ha if he's not already in there, I'll make sure to add him into the Facebook group. It's called Can I Pick Your Brain? So if you go to Facebook and just type into the search bar, Can I Pick Your Brain? And then uh, you just need to be approved and we'll make sure that uh, we approve you, get you in the group, and then you can ask Ilya the questions there as well. Um, Ilya, thank you so much for letting me pick your brain. And uh, thank you to all my fellow brain pickers. I'm looking forward to the day when I'll be picking your brain. You've been listening to the Can I Pick Your Brain podcast. Inspiration without perspiration is like a tiger without teeth. So to put these ideas into action, head over to danielgeffen.com.